B'Shem Hashem Nesem Nesiyach. This week's class, from today on, uh, is our donated Rufu Ashelema for Rifka Bat Rifka Bat Leah. Okay, is that the Shem? All learning should be as a good for Rifka Bat Leah. B'Shem Hashem Nesem Nesiyach. We are now on the bottom of Chaf Dalid Amubet. The subject today, we'll discuss um, praying in unclean places. Very interesting that a few different things happen, like just like um, we used to do in our classes when you're doing the right things, Hashem things things your way. Uh, a lot of different things happen sometimes, and they fit in exactly with the daf. Um, it just it's I, just, we, I look at it as a sign that we're doing the right thing. So I'll let you know as we go along what what I met up with. Okay. Amr Rav Huna says. If a person's talit was uh, wrapped around him, al motnav on his wrapped around him <clears throat> on his hips, you're allowed to read kriyat shema. You have a basically, if you have a cape wrapped around your hips, you're allowed to say kriyat shema, even though your chest is completely uncovered. You're allowed to say Kachima. Tanya na mihachi. We have a brighter like that also. Also, Haita Talitoch shall begid or shall or vishal sak hagural matnav. If you have a begid, whether it's made out of fabric or leather or sackcloth, it's wrapped around your um, hips. Mutalikor Kachima, you're allowed to say Kachima. Aval tefila. That's only true for Kachima. Rashi explains. Because Kiryat Shema is basically the Pledge of Allegiance. Aval Tefillah, but Tefillah, which is an audience with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Achi Chaset Libo, you have to cover your heart. It's not proper to go in for an audience in front of Hashem, bare-chested. Rabbi. I'm sorry? Only Rabbi. No, this is talking about even Yachid. Okay? Ve'amar Avhuna, Shachach v'nechnas b'tefillah l'bet ha'kiseh. What happens if you walked in with tefillin to a beta kiseh? If you walked into the bathroom with it, you should put your hands over him until you finished. Now the Gemara asks, You think you could just finish going to the bathroom with tefillin on? Answer the Gemara, Until you finish the first um, the first of the feces that come out of, your, of, of a person's body. So while assume, we're assuming that you realize that you're wearing tefillin, now, nowadays people don't go in the bathroom with tefillin for any, at all. In the olden days, when we wore tefillin all day, it could theoretically happen that a guy could go into the bathroom with tefillin. And if while he's defecating, he, think, he thinks and he realizes that he's wearing tefillin, so he puts his hand over until he finishes the, fir- what, the one piece of feces that's coming out of him. And once that's finished, then he, could, then he goes out and takes it off. So says let the guy stop right away and get up. Why is he even finishing that feces? Let him stop right away and get up. Answers the Gemara, no. The Tanya, Mishum de Rashbag. Of course, we can't do it because the obvious thing of Rashbag. What does Rashbag say? Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel Omer, Amur Achozer Mevi Adam Lidei Hadidikon. If a person pulls back, welcome Carl. A person pulls back on his uh, going to the bathroom, it causes him to get Didikon. Didikon, they say over here, is a sickness that makes your stomach swell. Okay. And if a person stops in the middle of urinating, it causes yirikon, which is jaundice. Those two diseases are bad, and therefore, the reason why we tell you to finish the amud that you're having is because we don't want you to avoid, we want to avoid having these diseases. It's worth it to even, uh, even though you're defecating, to leave your tefillin on during that time, if you realize in the middle. We are now... Eight lines down on Daf Chafayim on Alf. Itmar we learned. So al besaro ol yado. If a person has feces on his either his flesh or his hand, muna, no, I'm sorry, al al besaro on his hand or or yado munahat betekise, 
or he left his one of one of the hand in his body in the bathroom of his body. He says, okay, you can still say Kriyat Shema. Rav Chista Amar, Asur Kriyat Shema. Machloket. Amoraim. Amarava, my Tamad Rav Huna. Why does Huna say it's allowed? He's got a Pasuk. Tehtiv, Kol HaNeshama Tehalaliyah. All the Neshama Tehalaliyah. Neshama includes things that have to do with breathing in Neshamot, which are nose and mouth. Those are important things that they can't have Tzua. But a hand is not a problem. Therefore, a hand in the bathroom shouldn't cause a problem. Rav Chista, who says that you can't pray like that, Amar, he says, Asur the Kulkir Shema, my time at Rav Chista, Dechtiv, Kal Atzmotai Tomana Hashem Michamocha. All of my, all of my bones will say, will say, say to you Hashem Michamocha, who is like you, which means that according to this, they're taking it to show you that every single one of a person's limbs has to be clean and free of feces in order to pray. So the Machloket is, do we focus on this Pasuk or do we focus on the other Pasuk? First wide line, first middle line, says the Gemara, Itmar, Reach Rashi Yeshlo Ikar, Ravuna Amar Merchik Talmot Vikorek Rachima, Ravchista Merchik Talmot Mikomshu Pasakarech Vikorek Rachima. Machloka again, Ravuna and Ravchista over here, is about Reach Rashi Yeshlo Ikar. Now there's two types of Reach Rashi, two types of bad smells. The one that Shiyeshlo Ikar means that there is an actual piece of feces there which is causing the bad smell, as opposed to a reach rasha and loikar, which is where there was feces or something there, and now the feces are gone, but the smell has, is lingering, okay? We're talking about the first case where there's an actual piece of feces there, okay? So the machloket, how far do you have to be from it? According to Rav Huna, he's telling you that you have to be four amot away from the feces. Measure the four amot from the feces. According to Rav Chista, he's a much stricter opinion. He's saying you have to measure four amot from where the smell stops, uh-huh. which of course is going to be much further than Rav Huna. So a big, big difference in how far you have to be from feces. Tanya We have a brighter that supports Rav Chista. We are now on the third line in the wider lines. It says, begin quotes, Lo adam A person should not read Kriyat Shema. Lo adam. Not opposite the feces of a human. Not, not opposite dog feces. And not opposite pig feces. And not opposite uh, fe- the feces of chickens. And not opposite the so'ah of a dung ha- ha- heap. Right? So, <clears throat> not opposite a dung heap with a bad smell. Okay? But if you're in a place that's 10 tvachim high, higher than the feces, then Yoshev Besidova Korekirachima. The Imlav, and if it's not, let's say you're on the same level, you're not 10 tvachim higher or lower. Marchik Milo Enav. You separate yourself from the eyesight of where it was. And also for tefillah. Now, that, right? If you have reach rashi yishloikar, merchik dal ramot merkomarech. So all those cases, all those they had no had no smell. Okay. No. Yeah. No, they didn't have smell. It was actually tzoa, but it didn't have smell. Now we're talking about rech rashiyesh ikar. If you have an uh, actual thing that has a smell. That's one thing. Now, new thing. First one line. Rech rashiyesh ikar. If you have a new case, if you have a case of Reh Rashiyesh Lokar, which is the same case that we were talking about before with other rabbis, mm-hmm. it says that you separate four amot from the place where the Reh is. So you see that the end of this Brayta seems to correspond with Rav Chista. Amar Rava, so Rava says, Halacha is not like that Brayta. 
How, how can you acknowledge the writer? El ki haditanya, it's rather like this writer. Loi kere adam kriyat shema, lo kenegek tzorat adam, lo kenegek tzorat chazirim, lo kenegek tzorat kalavim, bizman shiyesh, right, that's, that's straight. Fine, right, now, bizman shinatan orot, bizman shinatan orot letuchan, in a time when you put hides in them. Okay? Uh, in the olden days, they used to put hides, animal hides, into um, into these uh, feces in order to, to get it to um, to be tanned. Okay? Animal hides get tanned when you put them in these things. Right? But it sounds like this, that you're allowed to have, to be right next to them. That's what it sounds like. Okay? By me name of Sheshit. What happens if you have a bad smell that has no, bad smell that has no source, which means there's no actual item there, just a bad smell that's lingering. Mahu. Amaleh. Atu chazu hanitzipi debeirav. Go check these old mats at the study hall. Dehani ganu, vehani garsi. There's people sleeping, and others are learning Torah. How could they learn Torah if people are sleeping next to them? The assumption here is that when other people sleep, they're passing gas. And therefore, if they're passing gas, passing gas is a, is a classical example of rechra she'en lo ikar, because there's no actual feces there; it's just gas. <laughs> and yet, people are still learning. So you can see from here that you're allowed to learn, even though people are passing gas. Vahani mili Torah. This is only true b'divrei Torah. Ava b'kriyat shema. But we're talking about saying kriyat shema. Lo, it's asur. B'divrei Torah nami lo amun el dechavre. When is it okay if it's your friend's re'achrash and lo ikar? But if your own law, then you're not allowed to continue learning with your own smell of re'achrash and lo ikar. One would have thunk that it would be the other way around, right? Um, no, it's more honest if it's somebody else's. You don't have to stop your learning. Okay. Maybe that's, maybe that's the, the, the source of it. Uh, or you, you would think that a person's more disgusted by somebody else's. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You shouldn't have to stop your learning if it's not your fault. In a sense. Yeah. Okay. We are now at the two dots. Itmar. <coughs> Says the Gemara. Tso'a overet. If you have Tso'a, that's passing by. Which means you have a, let's say you have a... Um, uh, nowadays, you have these um, porta potties, and it, it's passing by, and it's not staying there, but it's passing by. Are you allowed to learn over there? Amar Abaye Omer According to Abaye, because of the fact that it's moving, you're allowed to say Kriyat Shema there. Rabbi Amar Asur Lekor Kriyat Shema. Amar Abaye, Abaye says his opinion. But the door is closed on that thing, so why would it be a problem? You're walking by. Smell. There's a smell. Yeah. Maybe you don't. If you're okay, we say we're talking about a case where you smell. Okay. How could I prove it to you? We learned in the Mishnah. What's the case? If you have a Tameh person under a tree, and a Tahor person is passing by, that makes the guy Tameh. Tahor omed tachatayilan. If tahor goes on the tree, v'tame over, but a tame guy passes by tahor. So you see that even, even though the tame guy is under the same tree as him, still he's tahor. V'im amad, but if the tame guy stopped, tame. V'chen be'even hamugat, hamenugat. So to the guy who carries a stone from a house that was had sarat, same halacha. If you're under the same tree, you are. Okay. Uh, over here we're talking about a misora. Misora is has to be out of the town, and if he's in the same house as a guy who is uh, tahor, he can make the guy tameh by being in the same house. That's why he has to be out of town. And one of the things is that if he's under the same tree as the tahor guy, it depends if he's moving 
or standing. And if he's standing, he makes him tameh. So we're trying to draw, the, Abayah is trying to pour, draw a parallel and say, similarly, when you have the porta potty passing by, while it's passing, it should not make you tameh. But if it was stationary and you're passing by, you can't do it. Correct. Rabbi Amalach, Rabbi will disagree. He says, no. When it comes to tzara'at, it's dependent on whether you're kavua in your place. Because it says in the Pasuk by Misura, Badad Yeshev, alone he will sit. Outside of the camp, Moshavo, he has to live. So since we're talking about his Moshav, that's why it's dependent on moving. And if you're moving, it's not called a Moshav. And if you're standing, it is a Moshav, right? That's why the Tum'ah makes sense that it's hinged on being in one spot. Because Tum'ah says the word Moshavo is used, which means the dwelling. But when, but here, V'halek, here, V'hacha V'hayam Machanecha Kadosh, your whole, when, the, when we talk about not saying a Beracha in front of, um, in front of Tzu'ah, Pasuk says, Your camp has to be holy. It doesn't say anything about Moshav. And therefore, since there's nothing about Moshav, what do we care if, he's, if the porta body is moving or not? Your machane is not Kadosh. And therefore, Ravad disagrees with the proof from Abaye. Don't bring me proof from Tzadat, because over there it says Moshav, and here it doesn't say Moshav. Okay. Now, we have a case of a papa. Amara papa. Two dots. Pi Hazir... A papa says that the mouth of a of a pig is the same as soa that's passing. Now, the pigs are known. We don't have pigs around here, so we're not used to this. But pigs are known for eating their own number two. That's why pigs are considered disgusting animals. Incidentally, there's many many examples of pigs having uh, certain types of diseases. They have to make sure to cook it very. Strongly because they because they eat their own number two, they often have uh, parasitic problems in their intestines. But this is a fact. So now the nose of a pig, which is always stuck in the number two, is considered like soa overet. Esmapshita, of course, everyone knows this soa on the nose. On the nose. Look, gav the salik minara. Even though the pig just came out of a river, and therefore you would have thunk that he's clean, we assume it's never clean and it's always dirty. Amar of Yehuda, Safek Soa Asura, Safek Mutarim, which means, uh, oh, I saw somebody explain this. They were saying there's a few different shatim of what this means. But one shot, according to Rashi, is if you are not sure in a house, if there is um, so'ah or not in the house, or if you're not sure if there's urine or not in your vicinity, right, and you have a reason to presume that it might have been there, but you're not positive. So if it's a question of so'ah, you're prohibited from using it. Since you're not sure, you're not allowed to say barakha there. But if it's meragayim, you could be lenient. It could, I mean, others say, amar biuda, savektor bebait muteret. So there's but there's no ikar in those cases? We don't know if there's any car. It's a fake. There's a reach, though. There is a reach, and we don't know if there's any car. Correct. That's how, who said, who explained the case like that? I think it was Rashi who explained the case like that. It should be like the case you said before, reach, No, reach, means you know there's no ikar. Here, there might be an ikar. It's, it's, it's a stricter case. And therefore, when it's tzoa, we're strict. When it's meragayim, hmm. Uh, okay, let's see if I can remember the, the, the reason for it. Correct. Doesn't say, but yeah, we're going to see that. It's coming soon. Wait, wait, wait for that. That's coming up soon. Okay. Says the Gemara. Ikid Ami Amar Bihuda. Some say Bihuda said, "Safek soa babayit." If you're not sure if there's soa in the house, you mutar. Ba'ashpa. But if you're in a in a in a in a trash dump where it's supposed to be, and you're not sure if anything there. Then it's asura. Safek meraglaim afilu ba'ashba nami mutarim. If you're safek on meraglaim, even in a in a ashba it's mutar. Savar la kihad ravnuna. This that he said that safek is okay is like ravnuna. The Amr ravnuna ravnuna says 
The Torah only really, according to, according to Hamnuna, when we said that urine is asur, it's only opposite amud. Now, the word amud usually in the Gemara refers to a piece of feces, not urine. Over here, when we refer to the word amud, it's referring to a stream of urine, which means not urine after it passed the guy, but as it's coming out of the person, that's called an amud. So according to Hamnuna, the only thing that the Torah ever says is asur is urine coming in a stream. Not urine afterwards, okay? Right? It says in one pasuk, There's a pasuk in the Torah that says that you should have a place outside the camp where you go to the bathroom. It doesn't say what kind of bathroom. And then it says, another pasuk says, Which means that you have to have a shovel outside to cover things. Now, why does one pasuk say a shovel and one pasuk not talk about a shovel? So it says the Gemara, right? And you cover when you, what, what came out of you. So how does that work? Why does one say a shovel and one neglects to mention the shovel? Khan Bigdolim, one's talking about number two. The Khan Bigdolim, one's number one. Alma, we see. Therefore, we see that the Torah only said. That it's asur opposite to amud. Why? That's because in the first one, the first pasuk didn't mention anything but a shovel. So it sounds like if there's no shovel mentioned, it sounds like you don't have to cover the urine. In the olden days, you go to the bathroom on the ground, and then after you go to the bathroom on the ground, you take a shovel and you cover up what you just. You just put it on the ground. It only mentions the shovel by the number two. It doesn't mention the shovel by the number one. It's implying that according to the Torah, at least, urine on the ground is not a problem. And therefore, what happens? So why is urine on the ground a problem? Right? Hanafala had it fallen to the ground, Shareh would be mutar. And this that we don't do it in front of urine on the ground, that's only the Rabbanan. So the rabbis who made the gezerah about urine on the ground, they only made the gezerah if you were sure that it's there. But in the safek case, they didn't put it around. So the original statement that we said, which was said by the Yudah, that we said that safek urine is okay, is because the safek urine is not a safek of a mood of urine, it's a safek of urine on the ground. And urine on the ground in the first place only was the Rabbanan, and the rabbis didn't put the gezerah on safek urine. Okay? Are we clear over here? Beautiful. Okay, says the Gemara further. Okay. What if you have Vada urine on the ground? How far do you have to be from the Vada urine on the ground? We haven't discussed this yet. How far do you have to be from Vada urine on the ground? Amar Biuda, Amar Shemuel. Kozman Shimitaphin. As long as it's able to moisten. Able to moisten means if you would stick, and of course you're not going to love to do this anyway, but if you would stick your finger in the urine and then you would touch another thing, touch a piece of paper. If you're able to make the paper moist after you touch this, that's, that's called metapchin. You're able to make something moist. That's enough that it's there and we say it's asur. But if it's dry enough that if you touch it, you might feel wet, but you can't make something else wet, then that's not that's not urine, and you're allowed to pray right there. So it's not talking about reyach. No, we're no. talking about how liquidy it is. Correct. And you're standing right on top of it. You have to separate yourself from it. We didn't say how far. We just we just we just before we said four more. It's like standing on the spot itself. You could be right there. You could be right next to it. If it's according to this, you could be right next to it. So long as it's not transferable, we're going to see in a second that that's not everyone's opinion. Let's see. That's according to Rabbi Huda Mashmul. But according to Rabbi Barbarchana, Amar Biohanan, Kozman Shinim. Shem- oh, that's also Kozman Shimutabchin. Again, all, all, as long as it's able to moisten. Vechen Amar Ula, Kozman Shimutabchin. But Geneva, Mishme de Rava Mar, Geneva in the name of Rav, not Rabbi Yochan, before it was Rabbi Yochan. Here it's, before we had Rabbi Yochan and Shmuel, the, the three rabbis who were in the same generation of the first generation of Moraim are Shmuel, Rabbi Yochanan, and Rav. So Shmuel and Rabbi Yochanan are quoted before as saying metapchin. 
But Geneva, Mishmei the Rav, name of Rav, says, Kol zman shirishuman nikar. As long as where it was is visible on the ground. Okay? Now, where it was visible on the ground is much more strict. Because you could see where it was way after, way after it's able to transfer the moisture. So says the Gemara, Amar of Yosef, Hashem should forgive Gneva for his opinion. That, that, means, that means we don't like the opinion too much. Okay? If, it, if in number two, they tell you that once it crusted over, it's mutar to pray next to it. You want to tell me, if it can even see where it was, it's a problem? You're being stricter on urine than Rabbi Yehuda said the name of Rav about feces. And it's the same rabbi. Again, Geneva was saying in Rav's name that urine, if you could see where it was, and Rabbi Yehuda said in Rav's name that feces, when it gets, uh, once it gets covered over, it's a, once it gets um, crusted over, it's fine. What? We didn't say that yet. This, it's, it's, we're bringing, we're, throw, we're throwing in, the Gemara has a habit of doing that, throwing in something that we expect you to know even though we didn't mention it yet. But it sounds so, like the Sava is it's much stricter because it takes much longer for it to get crusted over than drying out. You think, you think that, but no, but Rishiman Nikan means you could see even where it was. Person, if a person urinates in a spot, you could see the stain of the thing for a long while after the Karmel Panet, we're assuming, and you have to be stricter on feces than you are yeah, but on it's your... Not like, but here it sounds like he's trying to make it more lenient. Who? Rav Yehuda. They're trying to disprove that opinion. No, we're telling you, Rav Yehuda is saying, saying Rav, quoting Rav is saying right, that. Tzavah, he's saying is more lenient. Tzavah. Tzavah. So ah, uh, should not be more lenient. It should be stricter. But it's not lenient, more lenient. It is stricter. Over here, kar- once, once it's karmu paneh, it's not fully dried out. You could still see completely where it was. Karmu paneh means the inside is probably moist. It's not, you could totally see where it was. It's not like you don't see it anymore. It's there. But it's right? old. It's a little old. In the, in the inside, it's probably fresh. Just the outside is, is what's it called. Okay? Fresh is the wrong word to use for this, but okay. Amale <laughs> Abayeh. Abaya says, "My chazit Who told you to rely on that statement of Rabbi Yehuda Amarav? If you want to know what Rav says about Soa, and you're asking questions on this Gneva, don't do that. Don't do that. I got another statement conflicting, and you can rely on this statement, and then it won't be a problem with Gneva, and you don't have to shatter them out of Gneva. Hashem should forgive Gneva. Relax." Gneva is okay. Why? What's his name? Semochaha. The Amarav Barahuna Amarav. Rabba Barahuna said the name of Rav. Tsoah, when you have number two. Afilu kecheres asura. Even if it's brittle, like clay, which is completely dried, like if it's just, you know, crusted over, it's not completely dry inside. If it's kecheres, it's still asur. So therefore, According to that, it makes sense with what Gneva says that the urine, as long as you could see it, is a sort. What does it mean when it's like clay? I'm a rabbi, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan, the same rabbi saying, Rabbi Yochanan saying the same rabbi as we said before, named Rabbi Yochanan, if you could throw it and it doesn't crumble, then it's Okay? But if you if you throw it on the floor and it breaks into a thousand pieces, that's not kicheres. That's already, that's already finished. But as long as you throw it and it just cracks or it doesn't crumble, then we, we're going to call that kicheres. Okay? Some say if you roll it and it doesn't crumble. Okay? Beautiful. Now, rolling it is a little stricter than throwing it. Because if you roll it, that means it has to be, when you roll it and it crumbles, is a much 
Harder thing to hard. That means it, you're not you when you throw it crumbling, it'll easier crumble when you throw it than when you roll it. So if we're telling you it has to be so dry that you roll it, that's even less than the other one. Okay. Amar Avina. Have a Kamina One time I was in front of a Rudumadifti. Khazyatsoa, he saw some tsoa on the ground. Amarli and he told me, Ayen ilav, go check if it crusted. So it sounds like he's not being strict, he's going like the original opinion. others say Haki Amar, this is what he said. Ayen imaflai afluye. See if it developed any cracks. Now It's a machloket whether this is the same level as what we said before. Says the Gemara, my have Allah. What is the halacha? Meaning, when it comes to tzoa and it comes to urine, what's the halacha? When are they? When? When is the mutar? Itmar answers the Gemara tzoa kecheres. When it comes like cheres, amemar amar asura. He says it's still asur. Umur zutra says muteret. You don't have to be so strict. And as long as it, the only time it's asur is when it makes it wet, when you can moisten. But if it just see where it was, it's not good. TV, the Gemara doesn't like that. Asurim, Nivlu, or Yavshu, Mutarim. If it got absorbed or it got dried, then it's Mutar. The Gemara is asking, my love, the Gemara is presuming, let's presume, that when it got absorbed, it's similar to when it got dried up. Just like if it dried up, has to be that you can't see, so to when it got absorbed, has to be the end but it sounds like if you could see where it is, it's a sur. Even though you can't touch it, so therefore we're asking a question: How could Rava say that it's we, we're doing the touch thing? We're assuming that the dry up, which Subi didn't like, but we're assuming that the dried up level was equal to the absorb level, and if the absorb level is up, up to, a, 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 I'm sorry. I think we're talking about Shema. Yeah. Right. We're assuming they're the same, and if so, it's a sh- it should be a stricter opinion than metapchin, which is what the rabbi said before. Gemara says, "Ul According to your reasoning, ema reisha. What about the reisha of the statement? It says, "Kozman shemetapchin hu deasur harishumin nikar shere." The reisha says that. As long as it's it's asur. Right? Right? It sounds like if it's visible, it is okay. So therefore, you can't figure out from the Brighta what it wants. So we don't bring a proof from the Brighta back and forth, and we're left with no proof, and the rabbi, the rabbi said that touching could still be okay. We don't have a question on him yet. Okay. Now we are... Questioning is not okay. What? If it's still moist, it's not okay. But if it's not, if it's nikar and not if moist, it's still moist for sure, it's not okay. Right. But We're talking nikar. about nikar and not moist. Right. Sorry, did I say the wrong thing? No. Sorry. I'm okay, good. Let's clap. Says Gemara, lema kitanai. Let's assume whenever the Gemara says lema kitanai, what the Gemara is trying to do is say that a machloket that we have among the Amoraim might be also reflected in a machloket between two tanaim. Let's see how it goes. Says Let's assume that the Tanaim are arguing about the same thing. Because we learned, if you have a keli and you poured out of the keli urine, you can't read opposite that keli. Let's say the urine itself spilled on the floor. If it got absorbed into the ground, mutar. If it's not absorbed, it's asur. Rabbi C says, as long as it makes it wet, then it's asur. So it sounds like Rabbi C is holding mitabchin, and the Tanakama is holding nishman nikar. So maybe we could see that this machloket that we've been talking about, Amoraim, is actually mirrored in the machloket Tanaim. Because it seems like they're saying the same thing. The Gemara says, 
my nivlu, my law nivlu, the kama tanakama. Well, let's. Rabbi Yossi is clear what he holds. He said, Metabchin. But Tanakama, who says swallowed up or absorbed, what are they talking about? If we mean it got absorbed, that's not Metabchin. And Lo Nivlu is the Metabchin. And Lo Nivlu means it's still, it's still damp. And Rios is coming to say that whenever it touch, touching is Asur, but if, if you could see where it was, it's okay. Right? That's the same thing as Tanakama. That doesn't make sense. Right? If you're saying Nivlu'u, Nivlu'u means it's not Metabchin. And Lo Nivlu'u is Metabchin, then that's the same thing as Riosi. Why would there wouldn't be a machloket about that? It's a different word. Right? Must be that absorb means you can't tell it. And Lo Nivlu'u is that you could tell where it was. And Riosi, Vati Riosi, the Mamer, calls Manshu Tikim Nasur. If so, Hashminu Kashere. So it sounds like it's the same exact machloket, and we have machloket tanaim mirrored in our machloket. Tanakama is being the stricter one, and Rabbi being the lean one. Good, Albert. Yes. Answers the Gemara. No. Lo. The kula alma calls manshim tuchin hu dasur. Really, all the tanaim hold that as long as it's wet, it's asur, and if it's not wet, it's mutar. If you could see where it was, it's allowed, right? The machloket is whether it needs to be tofeach amnat latviach. There's two, like I said, there's two levels. Level one is you could feel the moistness, and level two is the moistness is transferable. Okay? So the machloket between two rabbis is does it have to be matviach? Matviach is the lenient one, that means moisture transferable. And if the moisture is not transferable, it's still okay. And the first rabbi who was being strict was saying, if you can feel the moisture, even if you can't transfer it, it's still asur. But no one's going so far to say, if you could see where it was. That no one, none of the Tanaim are saying, and therefore we don't have to say necessarily that what we're saying is a machloket Tanaim. It's Amoraim machloket alone, not a Tanaim machloket. Is everyone with me? Awesome. Let's go. <laughs> okay, right now, we are on the top of Chavhe Amurbet. Okay? I know everyone feels bad that we're leaving the subject of urine, but we have to sleep now at this point. Okay? Says the Gemara. It still didn't say what's the distance you have to separate yourself from Mary Glein. No, we didn't. I think the answer, I think they're going to say four more. the same exact thing. Yes, as, uh... yes. Let's see. Says the Gemara on the top of the page. We're quoting the Mishnah. We said, Yarad v'tav l'tbol, is if a person goes to dip himself, if he's able to come up, right, and cover yourself and before the time of Kedat Shema, he should do it. If not, you do it in the mikveh. This was the Mishnah we said before. And we said, if you're in the mikveh and the time of praying comes, sorry, it's the time, I think it says the time of Netzach comes. Let's go back and look at the Mishnah a second. So you shouldn't wait, basically. Sunrise, says sunrise, right? It says sunrise comes. <coughs> so, if you have time to get out, dry yourself and get dressed, then do that, say Shema. And if you don't, then just cover yourself with the water and say Shema. That was the, what the Mishnah says. The Gemara is going to analyze that. If you remember, or actually you won't remember because we didn't get, do that yet. But in the next paddock, you're going to see that there's a machoket between two rabbis. What is the time for Zaman Kriyat Shema? Is the time for Zaman Kriyat Shema Netzachama? Or is the time for Zaman Kriyat Shema up to the third hour of the day when the kings get up? Okay? We hold... Netzah the latest he holds? Yes. Tanakama holds that the latest is Netzah That's like very early. No? Yeah, it's before sunrise. Today, yesterday, two days ago was 7.12. And it's talking about the morning Kriyat Yes. Okay. That's Tanakama. And the other opinion but which we hold of... What's the latest you can read Kriyat of the night? 9.05. Oh, at night is the Machlok and the Mishnah. We the first right, Mishnah. But what's the... It says until the morning, sunrise. According to HaChav or to Chatzot, depending how you go, or to Ashur Mishnah, yes. Okay. So then you could say both basically at the same time. Well, Amud Ashachar and, and Netzach are not at the same time. Amud is early. Amud is early, yes. Um, so, says the Gemara, says the Gemara, Lema Tana Stamak Kribi Eliezer. Let's assume that our Tana is going like Kribi Eliezer, Da'amar Ad Netzach It sounds in our Mishnah 
that he's going that Netzach is the latest time. Because we said, if you could get out by Netzach then you should get out and get dressed. Otherwise, stay in there. Why? Why can't I go till three hours of the day? Obviously, our Mishnah, which says you have to do it by Netzach is going like Rabbi Eliezer. That says the latest time you can get is Netzach that's what it sounds like. Now, why is that significant if our Mishnah is going like that? Because usually, when the Mishnah is sotem somewhere else like that, that means the halacha is like that. So if so, then we're going to say that the halacha is that you're not going to say, not say Kriyat Shema until the third hour of the day. I know I have a lot of guys in my shul who would not be happy with that halacha. Okay? Netzach, I don't want to have to be up with Netzach, especially Shabbat morning. Okay. It says, the Gemara is going to, don't worry, relax. The Gemara is going to take care of you guys. Don't worry about it. it says the Gemara, no. Afil temer of Yeshua. Really, I could tell you it's Rabbi Yeshua who holds up to the third hour day. Vidilma kevatikin. The guy is trying to do like the Vatikin. This guy wants to say Shema like the Vatikin. Because even, even Rabbi Yeshua, who lets you go to the third hour day, agrees that the Vatikin used to do it with the Netzahama. So therefore, our Mishnah, which says that the guy should try to get out and do it by, by Netzahama, could be talking about a guy who is a Vatikin type of guy and try to do the Mitzvah the best way. Okay? The Vatikin would always finish Shema with the Netzah Hama. And therefore, you don't have to say the Mishnah was like Rabbi Yezid and say that we all have to get up on Shabbat morning and say Shema by 7-12. No, it's okay. We'll let Isaac sleep till later. And it's fine. We could always do it later. And we're just talking about the Vatikin guys, which is also like Isaac. Okay. Says the Gemara. If he cannot get out of the water in time to say Shema, he should cover himself with the water and say Shema. Ask the Gemara, how do you cover yourself with the water? Does he, what? Without a kippah, that's a good question. So again, this is only to do with Vatikin, to do with the, the extra. According to what we're saying now, it's only for the Vatikin, yes. So it's better Correct. to do it not the right way to do Vatikin. Well, you want to catch the Vatikin. It's better, that much better. Like, well, it's, it's better to do it with clothes, but again, clothes are not so important for Kirat Shema as they are for Tefillah, as we explained last time. Yeah, Kirat Shema, like we said, we're letting you close your eyes, do other things. Here, we're just covering yourself with the water. So the Gemara asks, wait, Riboro Eteva? Amar Bilezer, Bilezer says, no. Vitemer Baracha Barako, Baracha. This is a Syrian Rebacha. We're talking here about water that's dirty water. Since it's dirty water, so therefore your heart cannot see your erva, because when you move around the water a little bit, uh, um, you cannot see through it. It's not clear water, and it's okay. The water, as long as the water is opaque. Yeah, Rabbi, what? This opinion is going like the, probably we said before, that it has to be between the heart and the erva, not the eyes. That's what it sounds like. Well, it sounds, it sounds like being straight like that, yes. Correct. Well, maybe you can emerge in the water all the way from your heart. What did you say? Maybe all the way you emerge up to here. In the water. Well, my head is out of the water, right? Well, your head is out of the water. Okay, so then, so what do we care? He's saying, so what do we care about libor or eteva? Remember, we had a machloka before, whether it's libor or eteva or it's enav or eteva. So he's saying that our, our opinion must be the strict opinion that says you have to worry about libor or eteva. Because otherwise, what do you care? You, my my head's definitely not in the water. I can't say kirachimah with my head in the water, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Very, hard, very hard mark to say kirachimah with your head in the water. You know, you know, bubbles and all sorts of stuff. Okay, Tanu Rabbanan. Mayim silurim. If you have clear water, yeshev b'hem ad You could sit with it up to your neck and reach him out. but others say no. You have to first make them dirty with your feet. What did Tanakama do with Riboro Eteva problems? Tanakama must hold, not like Isaac pointed out. He holds, we, all we care about is eyes looking at it, not, not your so why heart. You don't have to go into the water to your neck, just close your eyes. If you're using the water as a separation, let him come up to his chest, and now the heart separated from the erva, and then it should be good enough. Hmm. In the so case when he's in the bed, they tell him to close his eyes. Above. 
Three the water is considered the actual separation. As long as the heart yeah, is Yeah, so you go above, you know, make the take your Hawaii up to the neck. We'll be good. Cover so, both. They asked that question. They asked that question. I don't have the answer, but they, they want to ask that question. Okay. Says the Gemara, Vare akvor How is it okay? What about the fact that your heel could see your edva? This is a new concept we never heard before. But it seems like the Gemara is throwing in a new curveball here and saying, Hey, what about the, your, your heel? Your heel could see the edva. And no. Tanakama holds. We don't care about that. We're not worried about ikvor Itma, let's discuss that. Ikvoro eteva mutar. When your when your heel sees your erva, it's mutar. Naga, if your heel is touching your erva, like you're sitting down, meaning a guy is sitting cross-legged, and his and uh, his heel is touching his actual private parts. Abaye amar asur, rava amar mutar. Okay, some sort of holiness connected to a heel. Mm. Body part touching your erva. a heart and now a heel? Well, uh, no, but if a body part's touching your erva, it sounds like... I don't know problem. if it's physically possible to touch your erva with anything besides either your hands <laughs> your or your heel. Yeah, I don't think it's... I don't know how, how possible. Feet, yeah, feet and, and heel, similar. Right. Okay? Says the Rav Zvid matlina lahash maitahachi. Rav Zvid learned the machlok at Abayi and Rav like this. Rav he learned it differently. Naga, if it's touching, everyone's a Roe, mutar. Why? Why does Rav say it's mutar? Because the Torah wasn't given to angels. And therefore, if we make it that, uh, that a guy can't say Shema when his heel sees his erva, Nowadays, most people are wearing underwear, but in the olden days, that was that made it almost impossible to say Kriyat Shema. And lo nitna tara malachia sharet. What's talacha? Hilchata naugeya asur roe mutar. Okay, we hold mutar. Amarava. Now we have an interesting question of what happens if we have tsoa ba'ashashit, which means if you have clear plumbing pipes. Okay. <laughs> Your plumbing pipes are clear, and a person could see number two going through the pipes. They don't glass know. pipes. You can't smell. It's in a glass, but you could see it. Can you pray opposite that? Okay. So ah, number two, ba'ashishit in a glass. Okay. Says the Gemara, Amarava. So ah, ba'ashishit. If you have number two in a glass, mutar the klot kriyat shema kenegda. You're allowed to say kriyat shema opposite. Erva ba'ashishit. If you have a person's private part covered by glass, that asur the kriyat shema connecta. Now, why is that allowed? What, what, what's the difference? Somebody why is one else's erva covered? Yes, you, you could see it, but it's covered through a glass window. The guys, the guys covered with glass. You see, guys, the guys, they can breathe through glass, and you see it. Can you say shema? No. But if you have number two behind the glass, yeah. yes. What should it be different? This is only if you're looking at it. You're looking at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that it's there doesn't make it. I'm sorry. In the case of the water, that's what we said, make the water dirty. It's also see through. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a very similar case. The fact that we made you make it dirty, you could see it from there also. But you don't see the other way, but so ah. Okay, good. Now we're gonna, but now we're gonna give you the reasons for it as well also. Because the Torah only cares about covering. And it's covered. Over there it talks about seeing. When it, said, when it talks about Tzoah, it says, You have to cover it. So over there the Torah only cares if it's covered. And if it's covered, glass or not glass, it's covered is covered. And over here, Torah talks about seeing. Seeing, if you can see it, it's a problem. We don't care if you can see through the glass, it's still a problem. Okay? Depends on what the language of the Torah is in each one. One talks about covering, other one talks about seeing. Okay. Says the Gemara, Amar Abayeh, if there's a tiny amount of Torah, you could spit on it, and you could mvatel it, and then say Kriyat Shema. Amar Abayeh, that's only thick 
spit. Yani spit that has some uh, <coughs> phlegm in it. Machloka, why exactly? I'm not sure if it, the phlegm, no either, either because it, it's no longer visible, or others say because the phlegm will cover the smell. Two different ways to learn. Amarava. Tzoa biguma. If you have, let's say you have tzoa, which is visible in front of you, and it's within a hole. What could you do? Mm-hmm. You could put your, your foot on top of the hole. Now it's invisible, and you could say with your foot, like as long as your foot's there. Smell? Assuming there's no smell. Like if, if, you had, if you had stepped next to You're covering the hole. You, 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 it's a hole. It's, it's, let's assume that the, the tzua is like six inches down. So you can see it, but seeing is a problem, but you're not, as long as you cover, you're going to be okay. Okay. Like the <coughs> no, in a glass you could see it. Here, you can't see it. Baumine, bai more bereid ravina. More bereid asked the following question: Soa divuka besandelo mai. What if you have number two stuck to your sandal? What's the halacha? Mara says, Tiku. We don't know the answer. Okay, Amar Yehuda. I guess I guess the answer would be two ways. It depends. If you said it already, we can't be sure that you didn't say Shema. You might have said it. And if you didn't say it yet, you shouldn't say it probably. Okay. If you have a naked goy, you can't say Kriyat Shema opposite him. What's the point of a goy? Of course, you can't do by I need you to tell me that that you're not do by goy. Why? I would have thunk. That their flesh is like the flesh of a donkey, right? You would think that when you see a a, a, a naked goy. Uh, it's a donkey. It's fine. Go ahead. Kamash Malan. The Inhunami Iku Erva. They're also called Erva. How do we know? Not because of any logic. Because of Basuk. The Chiva says, Ve'ervat avihim lo ra'u. By Noah, who was not Jewish, it says that the Shem and uh, Shem and Yafet went in backwards. Ve'ervat avihim and the Erva of their father didn't see. So you see for the fact that Noach's erva would have been called erva. Obviously, that it's not like a, when we said it's a basar haramonim, it doesn't mean that. Noach is a akum, that's what you're comparing it to? That's how we're learning it from, it's yes. Amazing. Because Noach wasn't yet Jewish. Noach is Correct. Shadik, huh? He was tzaddik. Says the Gemara, a person, go back to the Mishnah. Okay, we are now... Um, we are now about smack in the middle of the middle size lines mm-hmm. at the two dots. It says, You shouldn't cover yourself. Not in, um, not in the in the bad water. Okay. Until you put water into it. How much water should you pour in to keep going? Meaning, how much water could you pour in? Don't ever use bad water at all to cover yourself. This is the part that's missing in the Mishnah. You have to pour in a little water. And then once you pour in water, then you're allowed to read in front of Meraglaim. So there's two cases. One is if you're sitting in Meraglaim, sitting in bad smelling water, putting water in doesn't do anything over there because you have to actually change it. But if you are praying in front of urine, then you have to put some water in. It says, How much water do you have to put into urine to make it okay? You have a, a bucket in, in olden days when you had urine, the urine was in a keli with no water in it. Nowadays, you put urine in the toilet, so there's ready water in the toilet. Here, you're putting water into an empty keli, and you have to put extra water in to be able to read in front of it. How much water could you put into it? Koshu, even a drop. Mm-hmm. As long as you put a drop of water into the urine, you're allowed to pray according to the first opinion. Rav Zakai Omer, No, you have to put in at least a divi'it of water, which is three 
ounces of water. Whether it's a drop or three ounces is only if the water was put in after the urine. But if you put it in the beginning before the urine got there, everyone agrees that you can put a drop in beforehand and it's fine. Okay, Even if Zakai, who told you need to eat, is only revealed after the fact. But if before the fact, if Zakai agrees that you can be lenient with a koshu. That's one way to learn. That's Rav Nachman's way to learn the Machloket of Zakai and Tanakama. Rav Yosef Omer, no, Machloket the between Rav Zakai and Tanakama, whether it's a koshu or a Revit, is before the water was in. Once the water is in, even Tanakama agrees you need three ounces. What's the halacha? Amalei Rav Yosef Rav Yosef told the Shamosh, Please bring me a revi'it of ma'im to pour into the water like Rav Zakai. Now that means that we're being lenient, right? Because obviously there was urine already there. And he told him, bring me some water like Rav Zakai. And since he said like Rav Zakai and not Tanakama, it sounds like the Machloket is only afterwards. Afterwards and not before. Is that right? Did everyone follow what I just said? No? Yeah, good. Again, if the, we, we have two ways to learn the machloket. Either machloket is. Basof or beginning. So if the machloket is in the, in the beginning, that means at the end, everyone says you need to put a beat. Now that's clearly not true over here, because the, the guy, he called his attendant and he says, hey, get me some, let me put some water in here, like Rav Zakai. Now, if the machloket is. In the beginning, then you shouldn't say, I'm putting it like Rav Zakai, because you're putting it like everybody. Must be the Machlokas at the end. That's what we're saying. Okay. Tanu Rabbanan. We'll learn to the Brata. Graf Shelrei, if you have if you have a um, a pot that's used to, to absorb number two, or a pot that's used to absorb number one, even if there's nothing in it now, since it's always used for that, you know, we catch your mind next to it. Aji told Tochman until you put water into it. How much water do you have to put in? Kama, you told Tochan Ma'im, calls you a drop of Zakai Omer, if you eat. Ben Lefneamita. Now the Gemara says, Ben Lefneamita, Ben Lachamita. We don't care if the problem item is before the bed or after the bed. Rashbag Omer, Lachamita Korin, Lefneamita and Kore. If it's behind the bed, then you could read. And if it's before the bed, then you can't read. Meaning, if you're, if you're in the bed, I'll just put it over here. Here you're in the bed, and you're sitting this way, and it's behind the bed, then it's okay. But if the thing is in front of you where you're sitting over here, then it's a problem. If it's behind you or in front of you. Right? Uh, but you could separate yourself four amot from it, and then you could read. Okay, this is according to Rashbag. Rashbag ben Lazano said, "No, afilu bet ma'ama. Even if you have a hundred ama house, which is a huge house, a two hundred foot house, lo yikere ad shiotish ad shenechem tachlemita. You can't do it unless you either kick it out of the house or you put it under the bed." Now, asking when Ibayilu, the Gemara wants to clarify, what does Rashbag say when he says move it four amot away? Which case is he talking about? He's talking about the behind the bed case or before the bed case? Ibayilu. Do we mean that when it's behind the bed, you could read right away? And in front of the bed, you have to move four amot? Or Dilma, behind the bed, you move. And in front of the bed, you can't read at all. We have two ways to understand the statement. It wasn't clear when, it's, when it says move four amot away. Is it behind the bed? You have to move four, and then in front of the bed, it's never moved out? Or it's in front of the bed, move four amot, and behind the bed, it's always moved out? Why is it always more lenient? But we don't know which one it is. So Mar says, Tashma, I'll bring you a proof which way it means. Titania, because we went to the Brighta. Now, if you read this Brighta, you'll find that the rabbis are flipped. Okay? Don't get nervous from it. Okay? But the Shimon and Rashbag are flipped in this Brighta. But we're going to go into the Brighta to prove that point, though. Okay? Tashma Titania, Shimon and if it's behind the bed, you could read right away. In front of the bed, you move it for Amot. 
and then you say Shema. Rashbag Omer, I feel bad, Mama, even if it's a hundred amot, till you put it under the bed, or you kiss it out of the house. So you see that Bayin um, Ifshitalan, we answered our question. So basically, we answered our question, and we know that the four amot was the four amot in front of the bed, but behind the bed it was mutad right away. We figured that out, but we have a problem now. Matit and Kashin Adadi, the Mishnayot are contradicting each other. Which one's Rashbag and which one's Rashbag and Azad? The same rabbis were flipped. Ipuch Batsaita. Flip the second one. What made you decide to flip the second one? Why don't you flip the first one? Who told you which one's right and which one's wrong? They're both righteous. Which each one have, has equal standing, theoretically. Says the Gemara, no. Who is the rabbi that we see in Shas who says that the whole house is like Arba Amot? Right? That's Rishon Ben Azar. We see Rishon in another place. Now, Rashi doesn't know where this place, where else in Shasi does that. <laughs> Although, Rav Nisim Gaon on the side, in this little thing on the side, says, there's a Gemara in Eruvin. We're not getting into it now. Okay? Says the Gemara. Especially since we're late. What time is it? Maybe we should stop over here. What the, how many seconds are we here? Ah, okay. We're going to stop over here. We're, 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 at to, we're up to Amar Yosef.